It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Cavs are a dominant force in the Eastern Conference. How far can they go in the playoffs? Also, are the Warriors back? And it is the Packers we must trust to stop the Kansas City 3 peak. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration turned deadly on Wednesday as gunfire broke out near Kansas City's Union Station. As of this recording, one person has died and at least 22 are known injured. A spokesperson for Casey's Children's Mercy Hospital said they treated 11 children between the ages of 6 and 15 years old, including nine gunshot wounds. What should have been one of the happiest days of the lives for so many will now be one of the scariest. Our hearts here at Locked On are with the victims, their families, and the entire Kansas City community. We can't keep doing this. We can't continue on the path of doing nothing. We have to want a better world for our kids. It took a little bit of doing, and it took some late-game free throws, but the Cleveland Cavaliers held off the Chicago Bulls in a 108-105 win. They're 18th in their last 20 games. They have a chokehold right now over the two-seed in the Eastern Conference, despite the fact that they didn't have Darius Garland for an extended period of time, didn't have Evan Mobley for an extended period of time, and just kept on winning. Chris Manning from Locked On Cavaliers joins me now. And Chris, it was one thing when they were winning without the aforementioned Mobley and Garland, and now they have seamlessly reintegrated all of these guys. How has this team looked like a version of the Cavs that we just really haven't seen over the last year and a half? I think there's a couple ways you could you could answer this. I but I, I think to me, Peter, the most compelling part of this is what it tells you about them as as a group and as an organization and mm. as a team and what and their meant the mental part of this. This is the team last year that Jared Allen's quote about the brights the lights being too bright got memed to death, understandably. It was yeah. a crazy quote and it was very honest, very accurate. Then they kind of are so so to start the year. And then you get these injuries, and I think other teams with Mitchell's potential future getting out there and all of these different things adds up, it could make a team break. And the Cavs have gone the complete other direction. They have changed the way they play. They take more threes. The rebounding has gotten better. They've, they've There's been some adjustments. But to me, the most important part of this is the fact that that team got pushed against the wall and has pushed their way back and fought back against the dying light in a, in a way that is... Frank, I, I don't think anyone, maybe them internally, but I certainly did not, did not see coming. There has been some, some analysis that would suggest that 
the injuries to, to Garland and Mobley have set up a hierarchy in Cleveland. Okay, this is Donovan Mitchell's team. And the idea of like the evolution of Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, like that's a nice thing. But ultimately, Donovan Mitchell is the driver. Jared Allen is the, the pivot point of this defense. And everything else flows from those two things. How much do you buy that explanation for what has happened? Really, I mean, we're talking about now, we're in mid-February for the entire year of 2024. We're talking about six weeks of this being basically the best or second best team in basketball. I think it's certainly part of it. Because Mitchell is playing better basketball this year than he did last year. Yeah. And last year he made his first All-NBA team and was great last year. And this year he's been even better. He should be somewhere on your long MVP list. I don't think he's going to get uh, to the top three or anything like that, but he should be on your long list. He's been that good. When the injuries happened, I do think the the the, the big macro adjustment they made was to say, we're going to play like Utah Mitchell to some degree. Sam Merrill's going to come in and give a shooting. Yeah. There's going to be pick and rolls. We're going to build around Mitchell. He's going to kind of just be our point guard. And now I think you're finding ways to adjust to incorporate those guys and make the team better and expand its scope. But it does come back to Mitchell, who is the best player on this team, who is the driving force of the team. Even when Jared Allen was having his run and Sam Merrill came in, Mitchell was the driver of everything. None of this is possible unless Mitchell kept the level he was at and I think was the leader of this team. So I think it all does come back to he's the guy and everything kind of does stem from him. Stay up to date all year on the Cleveland Cavaliers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Cavaliers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, are the Warriors back? Before we answer that, the 49ers are making a major change on defense. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Of course, you can also build some same-game parlays for even bigger payouts. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Looking at the odds on who will win the Western Conference, the Warriors are seventh. FanDuel has Golden State 21 to 1 to win the Western Conference. Kind of like those odds, honestly. The Nuggets, they're the favorites at plus 210. Clippers, plus 270. The Suns and the Wolves, both, both plus 750. And the Thunder are at 8 to 1. Like those odds, too. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA and the official sports book of Locked On. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows Covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. 
The 49ers are parting ways with their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, after just one season. And I think that would be the same for any coach that comes in. Now, now maybe, you know, someone else, maybe Kyle doesn't have to be over their shoulder. But if you look at the guys that the 49ers have had as defensive coordinator, one, all handpicked by Kyle Shanahan, all picked to play a very uh, specific style of defense that Kyle felt like they could do. And then when they need to make those uh, changes, Kyle Shanahan was the one that kind of directed them to change a certain way based on how he would attack certain things. So he's been able to have his fingerprints all over the defense. I've been on record as saying Kyle Shanahan is the real defensive coordinator. When you bring in someone out of house that you didn't quite develop, because, because look, look, Robert Sala, in-house guy, or excuse me, when I say in-house, again, he went and he got him, I want you to coach this style. And D'Amico Ryans, where I think he really got hot kind of out of nowhere a little bit, but he had been with the 49ers the entire time that regime was there. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said Wednesday that Las Vegas is definitely on their list of cities under consideration for expansion franchises. Las Vegas has been mentioned as an NBA destination many times before. The timetable for when the league will add new franchises to its existing group of 30 remains unclear at this point, but the NBA has another year after this season on its $24 billion media rights deal, and Silver has long said that serious expansion talks won't happen until a new media deal is finalized. Kawhi Leonard missed Wednesday's game against the Warriors with a left adductor strain. Clippers coach Teron Liu said the injury is not serious, but it may keep Leonard out of the All-Star game. Even if he is unable to play in the game, Leonard is still expected to go to Indianapolis for the weekend, according to reports. Most important is that he's healthy for the playoffs. The Celtics may have barely won against the Nets on Tuesday, but then last night happened when they won by 50. I blacked out. What happened? What did I miss? Uh, do, do we miss a it basketball game? Day. I was getting wine and roses for my lady, and then this kind of just ruined it. 136-86. Uh, I mean, just a near all-time loss. Pretty much an all-time loss for the Nets tonight. Uh, oh, sorry, I misquoted, I misquoted that number, by the okay. way. The the ES, the, uh, the box score froze on me. Thankfully, it didn't look nearly as bad. Yeah, it broke. It was like we gave up. They, they gave up trying to tally how bad. The, the, the box score, folks, um, gave up trying to tally how bad the Nets were losing this game. And the Jazz hosted the Lakers. Um, it is a really good time, I think, for the Lakers, uh, you know, feeling good about themselves, um, feeling good about each other. They win on uh, Wednesday heading into the All-Star break. They go into Utah and they win that one. Uh, final score, I was so concerned about my hearts. I, I moved off my original screen there. 138-122 uh, was the final thank score. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I, no LeBron James. And there were moments in this game where certainly the Lakers defensively kind of started to lapse. And, you know, the entire second score. quarter, I referred to as. Yes, 41 points Utah scored there. Well, uh, okay, let me put there. this in perspective how bad, because I mean, this is really, let's just get it out of the way because it's about the only thing you've criticized from this game. To put in perspective just how bad the Lakers defense was in the second quarter. The Lakers shot 72% in the second quarter, put up 36, and got outscored by five. Utah shot almost 67% from both the field and behind the arc. Again, the Lakers shot 72% and put up 36 and lost the quarter. Yeah. Like, 
that requires Utah. Utah finished the game with 15 offensive rebounds. I think 18 of them came in the second quarter. This second quarter, they were disorganized defensively. It just, it just fell apart. Torian Prince, in particular, was just getting murdered on the screens while trying to navigate covering either Clarkson or Markinen, both. But it was really everybody. Mm. But then they got it back together in the third and fourth quarter, and they just put this game away decisively. Yeah. Here is another story you need to know. The Golden State Warriors were on their way to their sixth consecutive win. This one, a potential monumental win heading into the All-Star break against the LA Clippers, who for the last, what, two months have been arguably the best team in the NBA. Then the Clippers close out with a 44-28 fourth quarter. The Warriors blow yet another monster, monster lead, and they fall in this one, 130-125. to Cyrus Atsas from Locked On Warriors joins me now. And Cyrus, what, what had been working for the Warriors over this five-game win streak that fell apart in this game? Uh, they've been pl- they've been playing effective defense, and uh, Steve Kerr, even though he didn't coach the last game, he was he was uh, over in Europe for uh, their their former assistant coach's funeral. But um, they've been playing defense, but plain and simple. And what they what Kerr's been doing that he didn't do tonight was deciding to play his best players over his favorite players. And what mm. I mean by that is near the end of tonight's game, Jonathan Kaminga cemented himself as the second best player on this team. And for the second game in a row, he was pulled at the end of the game. And in tonight's game, more specifically for Clay Thompson, who was having an awful game, uh, abhorrent performance, uh, especially from deep. He was only one for nine. We're seeing his regression as his career is winding down. And, you know, Steve Kerr has finally had the courage to keep him out of games at the end, um, decided not to do that tonight, brought him back in. And what does Clay Thompson do? He commits an egregious mental mistake of, fouling Russell Westbrook with 39 seconds left and they're only down three. It was completely unnecessary. They gave the Clippers a five point lead and that, that really cemented it at that point. And Clay Thompson's defense has regressed tremendously. I don't mean to put to point this all on, on uh, Clay, but w- their, their defense has thrived for a few reasons. One is less Clay minutes, more minutes to play players like Gary Payne, the second who's come back uh, players like again, Kaminga, even Moses Moody, who's, who's a long athletic individual his wingspans over seven feet. And we saw eight minutes from Moses Moody. Again, we didn't see Kaminga finish the game. And then they have another big in Trace Jackson Davis, who it plays excellent defense. He got a DNP tonight for inexplicable, inexplicable reasons. So it was a myriad of, of combinations. And then Amir Coffey and Norman Powell, for some reason, every time they play the Warriors, they turn into all-star caliber players. And tonight was no exception. So disappointing loss. Yeah, and, and Draymond Green, you mentioned the defense has come back. And ha- has been the Draymond Green that they have needed him to be. Although in this one, he shoots four of twelve from the field. Yeah, and and if he's going to give you all that defense and no offense without Clay Thompson, they just can't handle that right now. But but the Kaminga piece of this, Cyrus, it seemed like they were in a good place with him. That he was getting his shots, he was scoring points. He had that streak of twenty point games after calling out that had the, the temerity to call out Steve Kerr in the media for not playing him. And guess what? Steve Kerr played him and yeah. it worked. Uh, why do you, why do you think th- th- this, this regression from Kerr, if you want to put it that way and, and suddenly not trusting him in a big game in this spot. I, my personal belief is I think he, he has, he's holding on to this stubborn belief that Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson 
can somehow recapture their old selves. Mm. Um, the Andrew Wiggins piece has, has been a little more mysterious in terms of why he's regressed. Clay Thompson, look, the, the injuries, age, it's just catching up to him. But Kerr, again, he he's he's it's been a ride or die approach with these players where he's won titles with them. And, you know, I literally tonight's locked on Warriors. I had Hall of Famer Rick Barry on the show with me. And and he was saying echoing the same sentiments I am, which is that, you know, as a coach, you have to play your best players. And Kerr's not doing that. He's playing favorites. Um, it's been a problem now for going back to last season when we were seeing two way players like Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb getting minutes over Kaminga and Moody. This trend of wanting to play your guys dovetails beautifully with the story that we got yesterday that the Warriors reached out uh, to the Lakers about LeBron James, tried to convince LeBron, hey, come play with Steph. We know you want to come play with Steph. Cyrus, what do you, what do you make of this, uh, what feels like a, a bit of a Hail Mary attempt by the Warriors to convince arguably the greatest player ever to come midseason here? Oh, oh! You went with the art, the greatest player ever. Look at you. Okay, that you almost got me on a on a on a tangent. Uh, I'll, I'll save it for another day. Uh, look, I absolutely love Joe Lacob. I he, to me, you you give credit to the top when things are going good, and you blame the top when things are going bad. And he's been at the top at the helm of a dynasty, and the guy wants to win. And the fact that he initiated it with the phone call. Now, I don't. The one part I don't know is whether it was Draymond's idea and, and Draymond's one that made the call to Kevin Durant all those years ago, mm. uh, or it, whether it was Joel Lacob's idea, but they were collaborating and they were working together. It would have been an absolute extravaganza to see LeBron James and not just in a Warriors uniform, but team up with Steph. But I also understand why he said no to it. I mean, we saw the, the, the backlash to, to Durant. We see still, we still see a lot of narratives out there regarding Durant's two titles and how, how many people discredit him for that. And I think LeBron sensed that. Um, but still, I absolutely love Joe Lacob just for the aggressiveness. The guy is always trying to stay on top. I know some people consider him to be a bit arrogant. Um, but if you're a Warriors fan, you have to love that he's just trying to put together the best team. Stay up to date all year on the Golden State Warriors by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Warriors on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the team that can stop the Chiefs from three-peating is the Green Bay Packers. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Who can we count on to stop Patrick Mahomes and his dynasty? Well, none other than Jordan Love and the Packers. I didn't even say this one. Listen to Tyler Rowland on a recent Locked On NFL. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Okay. And I get that that's a young team, but I think Jordan Love has star potential. So while he made the big, big mistake at the end of the game, it was his first year as a full-time starter. He's only going to get better. He's only going to get wiser. I think that Matt LaFleur is a very, very good coach. And I think he showed that by taking the youngest roster in the NFL as far as he took them. Again, hitting on that, they have the youngest roster. Their wide receivers are going to get better. Their offensive line is going to get better. They have a ton of picks 
this year to stack that roster or make moves or make a trade for a veteran. They replaced Joe Barry at defensive coordinator. Now, we don't know if the new defensive coordinator is going to be an improvement yet, but if you're a Packers fan, you have to hope that that's the case. I think that with the coaching, the quarterback, the roster, the resources available, I think that the Green Bay Packers have as good a chance as anybody to dethrone Kansas City and stop them from a three-peat going forward. Listen, I'll say this. The only team to score more than 24 points on the Chiefs this season, the Packers. And in their matchup on Sunday night, in prime time, a game the Chiefs needed. The Packers, with a defensive coordinator that they fired following the season, held the Chiefs to just 19 points. Now, in the postseason, these things change, understandably. But this is a young team that was playing as well as any team in the league by league by year's end. They would have and could have and should have beaten the 49ers with just a little more like officiating luck. One throw by Jordan Love, one ball bounces a different direction. They very well could have been in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. It is a team that has the tools, they have the traits, they have the players, they have the coaching. Will they get the chance? Will they take advantage of that chance? I guess we'll see in about a year. And finally, apparently there's even more confusion with the Eagles than we thought. Hassan Reddick never requested a trade. He wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, never asked for a trade. However, I do understand it's a business preparing for whatever is next. The call is coming from inside the house, apparently, and the Eagles may be one of the more dramatic stories to watch this offseason. If you missed our episode talking to Louis DiBiase from Locked on Eagles about all of this drama, go check that out in our podcast feed. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on sports today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked on plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, who is in the best position to make a run at the NBA title? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.